Sci-Fi for Me presents Jason Hunt and Timothy Harvey. This is the H2O Podcast. But of course, hello everyone and welcome this special edition of the H2O Podcast. My name is Jason Hunt. And I am Timothy Harvey. And we are, those of you who are watching who are used to this show, we are not on our usual set. And there is a reason for that. It's over there. It's, it is. It's over, it's over behind us. Um, <clears throat> I spent... I spent an hour today ranting about the whole Tom King J. Lee thing. And the drama, drama, drama over the weekend, I was like, you know, I just need to decompress. And what better way to decompress than with an antique? <coughs> right? Because at no point in this show do we ever draw attention to our age. <laughs> uh, have we introduced ourselves? <laughs> do you not remember? No, I don't. <laughs> I- I know. Have we? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure because, you know, we're it's, in a different environment. It's okay, I get folks. disoriented. Mindy takes care of him. She makes sure that he, you know, gets where he needs to go. And, and uh, I usually yeah. don't go anywhere. Yeah. Well, that makes it easier. That's the safest, safest option. Um, She's hidden the keys. Yes. So, anyways, uh, over the weekend, uh, Mindy being... Mindy, she has gotten into the habit of going through Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we've picked up a couple of pieces of furniture. She's always, she, it's, it's become the new thing, right? Because of the quarantine. And she ran across this item. She's like, do you, do you think maybe we want one of these? It's an Atari 2600. Fully functional with an Atari cabinet. Oh, I didn't notice that. I've never seen this before. <laughs> I did not know they made these. It's a, it's just a little console cabinet. Mm-hmm, it's got a right, little doors yeah. on the bottom so you can store all your games and your controllers and whatnot. But there's the Atari mm-hmm. thing right there. It's an Atari cabinet. Uh, what a deal. <laughs> So we went and got this thing. We picked it up, and then we went by uh, Vintage Star. We went a couple and picked up some game cartridges. Right. Because we got video demonstrating that this thing works. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to work. Right. So I thought tonight we just blow off the night <laughs> and and play some missile command <laughs> and some other stuff. Now asteroids did not work. The game uh, cartridge, and I got Pac-Man, and it does not work. And I was very disappointed that Asteroids did not work, because that's my game. That's my jam. <laughs> but I did pick up a few others. I picked up, okay, I've got Missile Command, I've got Hangman. Oh, right, sure. Which is very rudimentary. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yars Revenge. 
That's that's mm. like the beginning of the video games. Mm -hmm. Space Invaders, because you got to have Space Invaders. Sure, of course. Defender. Mm -hmm. All right, got all those. Now the ones I have not opened, or I haven't done anything with. These two use the paddles, so I haven't I haven't done anything with those. Right, yet. right. But you have to have Pong. Of course. So I got the Video Olympics, and I got Breakout. This is the one where you bounce the ball up to the wall and knock out the bricks and do 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 do. You remember sure, when, right, yeah. when once it goes through, it goes. Yeah, yeah. So I've got those, and then I've got this one, and I'm not sure. I picked it up on a lark. The yeah. Superman video game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, Uh, it it works. I have no idea how to play it. Somehow, I have a vague memory that might be one of the games that you just don't actually get to well, play. Somehow, I ended up depowering Superman. I don't know how. You broke it Superman. He got, got hit with nice something. Job. Got, I don't know. And then suddenly, his cape disappeared, and he's walking. I was like, wait, how do I get him to fly again? I know how to change him back to Clark Kent. Mm -hmm. You know, you go find the, the, the phone booth. Sure, of course. You know, change him to Clark Kent, change him back. But, yeah, somehow ended up depowering him, and I never could get it back. I was like, oh, okay, I'll look at it. What I need to do is look up instructions and hints and tips and, and that kind of thing for, for all of these. So, so anyway, that's that's where they are. <laughs> so, pick your poison, sir. Well, I think we kind of have to go back to some of the classics here. We gotta go with Space Invaders. Space Invaders. All right. We'll I mean, you know, uh... Space Invaders first. Now, I did remember correctly that you have to put the cartridge in before you turn the console on. I remembered that, and I thought. I seem to recall you have to do it this way. And I looked up the book, because there's a... The operating instructions are with this Atari 2600, ladies and gentlemen. This is... Now, interesting note. This is what's called a light sixer. Mm -hmm. It has the six switches on the console as opposed to the four. Right. That came in the original console. Mm. And then you had, actually, the Heavy Sixer, which was made in California. And then you have the Light Sixer, which was made in... Where did they say it was made? Overseas. So the materials in the Light Sixer are less dense. Mm. It's different, you know, plastic and right, stuff. Sure. Right. So the... Hence... Light sixer because the weight, but the owner's manual has the four, mm -hmm. but that's the <clears throat> that's the uh, the original the original instructions. I have the game instructions for Indy Five Hundred. Nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Ladies and gentlemen, you remember mm. this? Oh, of course. <laughs> DC's Atari Force. Atari Force from DC Comics. I don't know. I'm gonna put this over here. Can we? Can we bump into that on on that shot right there? Let me let me throw it up. 
No, yeah, Atari Force by DC Comics. This was a series that was created and written by Jerry Conway and Roy Thomas. Those are those I mean, are the, names for a video game tie-in. That is great artwork. Yeah, lettering John Costanza. Coloring Adrian Roy. I've I've seen Adrian Roy's name on a number of Justice League mm. comics as I've been bagging and boarding, mm -hmm. and uh, I've already I've already gone through what 300, 300 bags, nice. to, to and I'm only in my first tote and a half. I've got three more totes, so I have I I am pretty sure that I will probably go through another five hundred by the time I'm done. Now a lot of those. On? What? How do you turn this thing on? Turn what on? My mic. Your mic um over on the board? Yeah. Number 4. All right. Just hit the button. Yeah, just well the usual button. And then the, you know, the square one. And then your camera works too. So, um while you're figuring that out, let's look here. So Robert in the chat says Space Invaders is just awesomeness. I remember so many happy hours playing with my dad. Um don't take the cartridge out when it's still on. No, I remember that. Uh, yes, that. <laughs> uh, Thomas still has his Atari 2600. Um, what, no adventure or adventure command? Adventure or command. I didn't see those. Uh, I take that back. I did see command, I think, in one store. But I don't remember that one, so I didn't pick it up. Do I have uh, to hit any of these other buttons? What? Do I have to hit any of these other buttons, or we're For good? your mic? Yes. No, you're all on the same. We're all on the same mic. Hi, everyone. There you are. Right. I think so. Yeah, there you are. Yes. <laughs> all right. And your camera is working, by the way. I'm still not turning it on. And this is the video computer system catalog. I'm tempted to call the 800 number, and then, <laughs> right? And see if we can get some technical assistance because you know. Sure. Well, and this console is in really good shape. It, no, apparently, really. I don't know if it was in a garage or a storage area or something, but um, yes, you, you can't you can't see. But on the front of the in front of it, there is the Atari logo. Uh huh. And in pretty much anything, I mean, 1980, um, we're looking at something that, generally speaking, even just wear and tear, you'd rub that off. I mean, just you know, not hmm. not treating something poorly or just you know, well, uh, how. Things work, and and it that is it is particle board. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, actually, on the on the console itself, that Atari logo yeah. is really crisp and clean. Yeah, um, this has been taken care of. This has been taken care of. Yeah, it's been stored well. Yeah, and Thomas, you you mentioned having your twenty twenty six hundred on the way back. <clears throat> I called my mom because my mom <clears throat> has a number of boxes in the garage from. Various years mm, sure. worth of stuff. <laughs> and most of it that's mine is I've, I've brought it back and, and it's at the house. And, sure. You know, it's, it's all up here now. So, but, but I called her and I'm like, I, I, do we, did we still, do we put that aside? Do we still have that Atari 27? She's like, I don't remember. She said, I thought you took that with you already. I'm like, no, I don't have it. And so she asked my dad, and I was like, oh, well, we don't know if it's out in the garage or not. So they're going to take a look and see, because if my Atari 2600 is still in the garage, 
then I would imagine that all of the games are still with it. Probably, yeah. Which includes E.T. On a very special episode, <laughs> we'll just see how frustrated you oh. can be all the decades playing the regarded one of the, that if not the, game. worst video game of all time. Uh, you know, when I was when I was playing when we first when it first came out, I got the cartridge and I'm playing the game. The thing that frustrates me the most about ET is that it's terrible. It well, not not that it's terrible. But it's the one hiccup in the game is falling down the pit. That was the one. It was like, oh, I'm down in here again. And I remember how you get out of the pit is you extend E.T.'s neck and he floats out of the pit. Now, the trick is to get him up and then over before his neck comes down to regular space. Otherwise, he goes back in the pit. And that was always the challenge because his suit, you got to hold the joystick up, you know, like that, mm. in order to extend the neck. But you go this way with the joystick to move him that way while he's floating. And, his, his, and then if you don't do it just right, <laughs> he stops floating and back down. Very frustrating. I didn't have any of these games at home when I was a kid. My um, video games were just not something my parents were buying for us. Yeah, um, I'm gonna adjust that camera shot. And so I would go to uh, my friend, uh, my friend uh, Calvin Key. Um, um, he and I, I would go over to his place, and he had an uh, the Apple II, Apple IIe. Um, and we would play Load Runner. Oh, I remember that game. And the great part about Load Runner, what was a really cool thing about Load Runner, if you guys have never played it, or, or either too young to have played it, or, or never played it then, yeah. is that you could build your own levels. It was a double-sided disc. Mm. And, uh, double, <laughs> these were floppies. These were the, these were the, the big... Yeah, and not, not the little... No, these were the these big, are the big five these are the big, big five-inch floppies. And it was double-sided, and so what you would do is you played the, the, the first side was the game. Right. And you'd flip it over, and you could build levels. And so uh, Calvin and I would build levels that were designed for the other person to lose terribly. But the trick was is that you couldn't make it unbeatable. You had to have a way yeah. to win. And so it was the fun challenge of sitting there and going... How do I make this almost impossible? <laughs> and it was just so much fun because you know you you were you were required to actually think about how you know where where the places you couldn't dig through were right where you know could could you stash a little thing over here that made it almost impossible to not release the little guards to come after you but you had to so you could get to the thing and it was just it was so much fun. Um, I'm not sure if if if. Uh, Rob, you know, do you remember? Do you remember Calvin? Because um, uh, he was there through. And Robert, uh, to answer your question, the player goes into the pit. There were pits in the ET game where, when when ET was running through the forest, getting chased, he would fall into these mm -hmm. deep pits. 
Um, not the pit where they buried the game in the landfill. Um, <laughs> it was funny. You can fall into that too if you like. Um, we were. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, well, that Lots landfill. Of sharp edges. That landfill still exists. I know. And and when did they excavate that? Uh, four or five years ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so after my phone call with mom, I was telling Mindy about the fact that I've got ET in that thing, and she's like, "Oh, that's because you know that becomes th the lore." of the Atari mm -hmm. world, right? And um, <laughs> it just it just now hit me hit me. If I have if if the box is still in the garage. Right. Yeah. Let's let's qualify this. If the box is still in the garage. Because things and do the, disappear over that's time. True. Yeah, yeah. And if the console is still there. And if the game cartridges are still there. Mm. They've been stored. They've been out of the elements. Sure. Potentially they would still work. They would, yeah, potentially they'd still work. So on the off chance, I might have a playable E.T. game cartridge. Well, we'd have to. It could be one of the most valuable possessions I have. Because, well, at least rare. <laughs> at least well, rare. Valuable is the word you're looking for. Well, rarity. Rarity. Rarity yeah. gives it value, but the fact that it would be playable, because how many of them came out of the landfill that were not? Oh well, of course, most of them. Most of. Them. And if anybody still got one and is playable, I would say probably less than a thousand are out there, if that. <sighs> or or yeah, I I. Considering the the colossal failure of that game. Yeah. And the gigantic financial hit uh, they took on that. Um, yeah. But it was also a thing where, you know, you look at so many video game tie-ins. And it's like, it's one of the reasons I'm not terribly surprised your issues with Superman. Is that so many of the tie-in games, you look at them and go... Yeah. Are you sure this is a tie-in? Because I don't think that looks like Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, um. <laughs> I had Pitfall. Mm -hmm. Which was the Activision Indiana Jones knockoff, right? Yeah. And it was actually a pretty good game because you had the whip and you could swing across the the uh, quicksand and the snakes in in beautiful sixteen bit graphics. Hey, at the time, I know. I'm at just the time, saying. I mean, Activision Activision was a thing. Look and at this one. When we were doing, uh, I was in um, for your Intellivision. They used to yeah. call it. They used to call it the the gifted, talented, and creative program. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, when I was in in junior high, and we were building. So this was not. This was a little bit later. This was like you know, thirteen, fourteen years old. Right. So um, that would have been a, what about eighty three, eighty four. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And so you would basically have the. Um, uh, we had the early computers there, um, Commodores and the like. Mm hmm. And we would do graphics on them. We would, I, yeah, we would build. Yeah. We would build things. Uh, and yeah. uh, shockingly, we had, we had Commodore sixty fours at my at my. <laughs> and we would do. We would make little animations, and it was like this incredible thing that you were incredibly proud of that you made this, you know. <laughs> yep. Um, and it was I don't know two hundred and maybe no maybe, a hundred, kilobyte, file size. I mean, this was like nothing. Um. But I made a, a Doctor Who one once. I had canine, 
Oh yeah. Because of course, Kanan worked pretty well for a big blocky image because he's essentially he's you a know big block. he's big he's big block. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was. Uh... <laughs> of course, when I went to college and I was in my graphic design programs in college, when we were starting to do computer graphics, 3D animation was a thing that was just happening. Yeah. It was a big deal. One of my one of my college professors was uh, in the. He was on the cutting edge of. 3D animation. He was part of this team that was developing, and we—it was this incredibly mo cool moment where he watched this bouncing red ball that hit the ground and acted and like a ball. The physics. The physics. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that they—you know—this this was a thing you could actually code to actually make it function. You know, you actually you could watch the ball deform yep. on impact and then expand. Um, this was incredibly cool. We we take it also. Much for granted now. I mean, you know, can de-age Robert De Niro? Well, you can de-age Robert De Niro's face. He still moves like a man of his age. Ah. <clears throat> uh, but, you know, back then it was just like, <gasps> sorcery! <laughs> it's funny because, um, oh, who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody just the other day. And they mentioned... Video toaster. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh -huh. And I thought, that's a blast from the past. Mm -hmm. Because video toaster was one of the very first non-linear editing machines. And by non-linear... Okay, um, <clears throat> a little we bit will of, get We will get to the video game. Yeah, we'll get to the video So non-linear video editing uh, as opposed to linear. So linear editing is the way that everything used to be done all the time. You'd have a machine, a, you know, a source one and a source two and a source three or however many sources you have, and then you have the recording deck, uh, video, video machine. And in order to edit, you had to go in the order of the shots that you wanted to use. Mm -hmm. And you had to do what's called assembly edit, which is, I mean, you could do inserts, but you had to do them in sequence because right, if right. you did anything and you went back and you changed it, then everything got knocked out. With non-linear editing, doing it on the computer, now you had the ability to sit there and just take a bunch of clips and shift them and drop a new shot in or change an angle or whatever. There, and it freed up a lot of potential for, for editing timelines. Any, any editing software currently being used that is a linear editing software? Isn't everything non-linear at this point? All, well, yeah. I can't think there of... Wasn't, there wasn't any linear software at all. Was well, I, I well, mean... Well, uh, uh, Microsoft Movie is... Yeah. Because I mean, it's very, very, very basic and it's junk. Don't, well, use, don't use Microsoft Movie. Well, I mean, at this point, honestly, you can get so much really... You can get really decent free editing software. Yeah. Um, that is not necessarily, you know, your Premiere or... or I know folks who use Avid. Um, I mean, Avid's junk. I know folks who love Avid, so well, I will uh, not... Let me, let me qualify that. <clears throat> Avid as an editing program is not bad. But their technical support oh, is well. crap and was the reason why all of Hearst television stations moved from Avid to Adobe Premiere mm. because the tech support was just unbelievably well, and the learning curve the learning curve on Avid uh, is yeah, super steep. Now, I, had a, I have a friend of mine who, who uses it and loves it, and, and, which is great. I mean, all power to you. Use whatever, whatever you're happy with. 
Now that's uh, that's as long as the cable. No, that's all right. So you have to hide, um, right? But the uh, sure, but <laughs> the uh, uh, oh my goodness. Okay, now the game's not going yet. I'm gonna have to hit the reset button and start the game. Yeah. Right. You ready? I'm sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Timothy Harvey is about to take on the Space Invaders. Oh. Alright, I'm gonna turn the volume up a little bit. Alright. You gotta get the ones on the bottom. As far as you can go. As far as I can go. <laughs> uh. One left. come down further they're gonna get faster oh there you go uh all right you're gonna yep. do it again sure sure all right you gotta get <laughs> that bottom row that bottom row is the killer oh and it's just <laughs> it's is it is it is this is the joystick a little stiff Well, some of it is is recognizing how much space you really don't have. Yeah. Um, see, I mean, it's like, yeah. it's just, you don't think that you're... Wait till we get to Missile Command. Oh, I know. <laughs> that one's a bear. <laughs> see, there it goes. Expired. <laughs> uh, you go again, or you want to do missile command? Oh no, I gotta go again. Oh, gotta go again. All right, I mean, all right, come all right. on. Ready? Here we go. All right, there we go. You may want to tell them also my other find for this. Your other find? The TV. It's not oh. complete yet. Yeah, this this system, this system as it as it currently exists is not complete this television is a is a standby basically what's going to happen we found a tv that is old enough it doesn't have any cable connectors on the back and that's what we're going to use but i got to find my ab switch ah. Yeah, it just, gets you, you right on the edge. It gets you right on yeah. the edge. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, my. One more missile command. Oh, one more. Let's see, okay. if we, see if we can get a little bit further than this here. <clears throat> I don't know if I can. The the thing you have to remember at Space Invaders is you have to, you have to lead your target. Yeah. That's the trick. Because when when 
I was going through it, making sure that the games were going to work. Oh, I remember how to do this now. Mm -hmm. Mi Missile Command is, is a bear, but, um, but it's, you know, going to where, timing it to where it's just on the edge before they get there, you know? into that one i know <laughs> okay all right all right, right. So gotta turn it off <clears throat> get the cartridge out <laughs> missile command you're oh yes no let's right. let's 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 see how badly i could die on every game possible <laughs> all right God, ready? it's been so long since i played this game <laughs> okay i'm not gonna kibitz the first time <laughs> I'm gonna let you. I'm going to let you die horribly. Oh person. well, I hey. fully expect to. All right, here we go. Oh my! <laughs> oh, wow. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good. Feel like I ought to move. You you are doing much better your first time than I did coming back into this. It's uh getting used to the Yeah. Yeah. to get at least close to the missiles that are coming in. Yeah, well, you would say that, wouldn't you? They're coming in much faster this time! cheated on that one. <laughs> and that one. Yep. That one shouldn't have gotten through. Remember this? Birthdate as the score, or birthday, the birthday is the yeah, score. Just, Reminds uh, you just how old you are, sir. Just a little tweak and stab I'm, from the missile command. I am folks. really, I am really disappointed that asteroids, the cartridge that we got, didn't work. Yep. Because I want to break my personal best. 
because there's an option on Asteroids that's not available in the stand-up game in the arcade. Mm. In the arcade, you have your ship pops up in the middle, right? And then you can rotate it mm-hmm. to, to fire on all the asteroids, and you can shoot around and shoot, 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 right? In the cartridge game, <clears throat> there is an option where you can set it to flip. Mm. So when you pull the joystick back, it immediately flips 180 degrees. It doesn't rotate, it just... And I got, there was one summer, I was playing Asteroids, and I got 23 extra lives. I had scored that many points, and I was just racking up extra ships and extra lives and extra ships and extra lives. And then Mom says, you gotta come fold laundry. Mom, wait, Mom, what? No, no, now. There's no pause button on this game. <laughs> oh yeah, you kids today with your fancy video games I and, know, your, right? and your save points. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I've got 23 points. lives. I put it. I put the. I put the controller down. I run back, fold laundry as fast as I can, get it all put away, get back to the den. I have two lives left. Like, oh, <laughs> the pain. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Uh, right. Sure. I'm really, <clears throat> I'm I'm pleasantly surprised at how well this these games are playing. How well the console is working. Because those graphics are still pretty clean. Oh yeah, no question. Barely. No, no kidding. <coughs> this is the one where the lead time gets you. Yeah. You know, it's like no okay, I gotta get in. I gotta get in there just the right spot at just the right time. You know, I just had a thought mm-hmm. with uh, <clears throat> the connector that this game is going through. Yeah. We could plug it into a Dazzle and stream it directly into a channel. Twitch? Yeah. yeah. Maybe this is worth bringing the Twitch channel back. those beeps are with that you're firing too many or probably you're out 
Ah, that's what it is. You're out of ammo. <coughs> On the other hand, I'm now at 3180. You're actually doing better than I did the first time. I used to be fairly decent at this game a long time ago. The fact that I am... <laughs> It's like riding a bike, muscle memory. Anywhere near as good as this <laughs> is kind of amazing. Oh. I know, right? Uh, yeah. You, you, start to, you start to feel it. Especially with the arthritis. Forty-eight sixty-five, not bad. <laughs> Let's see, nineteen seventy. That's three eighty something. Yeah. Yeah. Three ninety something. <laughs> so yeah, that's. I doubled my score yeah. on two games. That's not too more than doubled my score. That's there not bad. Go. That's not you bad. Want to try Superman? Well, sure. <laughs> oh, these games. Games. Yes, so this is... <laughs> oh, God, I have not played. <clears throat> I think I may have played this game exactly once in my life. All right, so there's the there's the phone booth, mm -hmm. right? So it's showing all of, the, all of the different screens. So you got the phone booth. There's also the jail where you take the bad guys. There it is. But see these things here? I don't know what those little sprites are. That's... I got hit with one of those, and the cape disappeared, and I was walking. You ready? No, but yes. Oh, I guess you're going. Now you're Clark Kent. So when you go back into the booth... There he is. I see that. There's also a helicopter. I don't know what that is. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> what am I supposed to do about the helicopter? I don't know. Wait, doesn't he have the bad guy? He's got the bad guy. He's escaping in the helicopter. What is happening in this game? There he is. Grab one. Another go that way. Put him in the jail. Now, get the other one. Where'd the other one go? There that's, that's not a, that's not a bad guy. That's a bad guy. I think that's Lois. <laughs> but of course it is. The problem is that the bad guys just disappear. Yeah. Well, they're going back and forth in the screens. All right. 
Nope, nope, nope. Keep going, keep going. There he is. There you go. But uh <clears throat> See? It happened to you now. Yeah, You're but... walking. And I tried hitting another one of those. I have no idea how you get your powers back. Maybe, what is, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. You're in a new place. I need to find the instructions. <clears throat> I think you're actually in another building. What See, now I have, I have no idea what any of this is now. I mean, looking at him, you'd think it's like, it's actually Spider-Man. I mean... <laughs> well, yeah, without the cave. Oh, that reminds me. <clears throat> so as I'm... Yeah, he's he's depowered. I have no idea what... I, I don't know what to do now. But here... Right across the chasm. I know. <laughs> I was like, I don't what is that? Clearly, clearly I can still fly, otherwise I've fallen to my doom. Yeah, I I don't know what is what is that a bank? <laughs> I just I don't know. <laughs> uh, RJ critical blast. God, no, not Superman. Maybe the blue one. What's the blue one? What gets his cape back? Well, those guys can fly. No, that's the helicopter. See? That's yeah, the helicopter. That's flying. <clears throat> I, I don't... I don't... <laughs> it doesn't like that. <laughs> well... <laughs> Whatever it is that you're doing. See, in that little tong, tong sound? I don't know what that is. Can you... But yeah, you can't grab that when you're depowered. RJ says the helicopter is Lex Luthor. Well. Of course it is. Of course it is. Yes. Have yeah. to catch the criminals, fly them all to the jail cell, and the maze is inconsistent. So this is a maze, apparently. Do you have any idea how to get your ability to fly back? The ping sound is a kryptonite satellite. It takes your power. Hey, there it is. What'd you do? Um, I think I waited. Ah, <clears throat> uh, okay. So avoid those. You didn't avoid the kryptonite. I clearly flying kryptonite. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so RJ says you got to put the bridge back together. So what? When you have your powers. You grab those pieces and you take them back to the chasm and build the bridge. I guess. So, but you basically have to wait to get your powers back. Apparently so. Is that what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. And maybe avoid any more of the kryptonite? Yeah. I think it's funny that they're different colors. Like the old days when, you know, you had red kryptonite and green kryptonite and gold kryptonite. Do you remember the issues of Superman where he got blasted with some atomic radiation of some sort and then kryptonite suddenly was nothing to him? 
I don't think I do. I was in late 70s, early 80s, I think, when this happened. Because I remember at one particular point, he ate some kryptonite. Mm. Because now it doesn't have anything, you know, it's just a rock. And uh, so he's like, ping, there it is. Okay, so grab. And back to the chasm. I wonder, can you grab more than one piece? So, how do we get it in there? <laughs> I've lost the chasm. <clears throat> oh, is that what that is? Okay, I get it. Ooh, okay. So, the pink... So, it, it, you're not waiting... You're not waiting to get your powers back. The little right... Uh, the... The... The fancy ping, mm -hmm. ping. Apparently, you're getting a kiss from Lois Lane and that restores your powers. Well, sure, of course it does. Well, sure. Lex can grab pieces and take them away. Okay. So, so now you have to find Lois. <laughs> On foot. On foot. In Metropolis. In Metropolis. This will take a while. And there's the bridge. Well, that's where the bridge goes. And there's a bad guy. And there's like, there she was. I guess she got captured by Lex because the helicopter is dragging her all over the place. <laughs> uh, folks, people played this for fun. You're not having fun? I'm just saying... <laughs> I have done some serious... I have played some games with some serious wandering the countryside. Mm -hmm. um, but usually there's been a monster to fight somewhere along in there. Well, you're depowered, so... Probably not something that you want to do anyway. So... I'd say the people that are listening to this particular episode as a podcast, they're really going to be missing out. Oh, well, yeah, no question. Yeah. Um... Yeah. You can also walk down to other screen. You walk down? Okay, so down. No? Maybe, but not from this particular. Probably when you're inside the maze. When oh, you go in oh, the thing sure. in, the, in well, the go. That's the jail. That's the jail. That's maybe City Hall. There's a missed opportunity here because somewhere in here you should have had the Daily Planet on one of these building screens, right? Now I see you go down. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that takes you out. That takes you back out because there's a bridge. <clears throat> uh, this would be your, um, you know, your power plant kind of industrial park right, there, right? Right, right. I love the fact that we have this stuff, and it's like, sure, this is. I am inside a building now. That's right. I don't know if I would want to be inside a building that had that pink color scheme. That would be a little oppressive, <laughs> I think. I mean, the purple, the, the, you know, the, this isn't too bad. I mean, you know, if, if it's lit well, and this is a nice sure. blue. 
but that pink is just like, ah. Growing up, my aunt lived down the street from a house that was that color, and we called it the Pepto-Bismo house. Ugh. I am concerned about the color of the sky. Because the color of the sky... Keeps changing. It's a different kind of crisis, really, is what it is. Yeah, well, as long as it doesn't go red, you should be okay. (laughs) Yeah, I see you. Okay, so that's Lex. Can't do anything about Lex. It's Lex in a mini helicopter. There's a big helicopter with a piece of the bridge. (laughs) Where's Lois? So you're not going to get your powers back until you see Lois and get a kiss from Lois. Well, and you know, I am I am in a it, it's it's not a small city. Metropolis is a big place. It is. It is. And since you're you're walking around as Superman depowered, um it can be a very dangerous place. Possibly, but uh, no one's attacking me. So I mean, I've walked around Man- you know, the island of Manhattan a little bit and uh I do uh I do I appreciate the fact. There she is. Now you get your powers back. I do appreciate the fact that this particular rendering of Metropolis. No, oh, right into one. This goes on forever. I do appreciate the fact that this particular Metropolis has a plethora of phone booths. Let him go. I couldn't get after him. Spoiled again. Oh, this game <laughs> just goes on forever. It's almost like ET. Surely there's another game we can. <laughs> oh, I got some more. You want to do another? One? Yeah, that's that's fine because I'm just not even sure what's happening here. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and see if I can drop Lois in the. I can drop Lois in the pit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be evil Superman. You can't put Lois in jail. I I would like to be... Why would you want to do that? Because I'm evil Superman. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm Superman 3 Superman. Yeah, RJ is saying for some real fun ET. I and uh, yeah, and I think I think I was telling that story before you got here, RJ. I I might possibly have ET in a box at my parents' house in Dallas. So, all right, so you've got those. <clears throat> Now Lois is everywhere. Sure. Because you don't need her. (laughs) 
The good news is, is that apparently none of the, the bad guys can actually harm you at any point in this game. Well, they know you're not a threat. This is not... <laughs> I suppose as a child, I might find this game to be not quite as frustrating and... Well, I mean... Feeling okay. that... See, there she is again! There she is again. So it came she out. Can teleport. It could be Lucy. <laughs> so, this came out in 1979. This is not how <clears throat> kryptonite works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not. So this came out in 1979. Mm -hmm. It is. Is this? Do you think this is 16-bit or 8-bit? 79? Wouldn't that be 8-bit? Probably. I would imagine. And you just walked into the Daily Planet. The door with the blob over it. And Critical Blast has E.T. there. Ah. So, the Daily Planet actually has a logo on the building. It doesn't look anything like the Daily Planet. Alright, there's the chasm. Did you get... You know, this game explains a great deal about why so many people switch to ColecoVision. So angry in this world today. <laughs> do you remember ColecoVision? Uh, I believe I do. Okay. Why do the bad guys keep disappearing? I don't know. And Tim, Critical Blast says that's not how kissing works. <laughs> that's not how what works? How kissing, kissing. works. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I'm not the one who said I was kissing her. <clears throat> bad guy. All right, you got a bad guy. All right. Took him inside, all right. Not in the Daily Planet. Go back out. There he is. All right, one. Good freaking lord. Hi, Lois. Never around when I need you. I'm just going to put you down. Well, you keep talking to her like that. What do you expect? <laughs> Putting her down takes on completely different meanings in some <laughs> respects. You get, have you got powers? Yeah, okay. Now, can we actually try to put the bridge together? Now you're in the building. That's so irritating that it's like... There we go. Now you're out. Now you're right in. Yeah, but picking it up... Uh-huh.
will not throw the controller. Oh, this game. Uh, uh, RJ says, the map is such that if you go left, then right, you don't go back to the screen you just left. Yeah, this is a thing. This is a thing that happens. This is a this is a thing that ha this is a game that happens to you. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's there's See, where this you is where I want, this is where I wanted to go. <laughs> this is where I wanted to go, but I could not get there. I I, I recall REM songs at this point. You know, I can't get I can't get there from here. So what am I supposed to do with this thing now? Uh, that's a good question. Um, certainly, certainly not leave the. How many screens are there? I would say stop before you get to 2020. <laughs> I'm afraid of what we might see. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen a few repeats. Yeah, that's interesting. But not that one. That is something. Oh, yeah, we've repeated a few of these. Oh, yeah, several. But not that one. <clears throat> there it is. So now we put it how? Did you lose your powers? No. Oh, okay. See, the problem is... Oh. Leave me be! <clears throat> I don't care about the bridge anymore. <laughs> I don't care about the bridge. The bridge does not make me happy. I'm not even sure what I'm doing in this game anymore. Take him with it. Yeah, take him and take him to the jail. I would. Or not. <laughs> Come, let us go away from this place, for it is a very silly place. Oh. The map is such that it is a pain in the... Okay. But Ch a, a change of speed. Hangman? <laughs> <laughs> now, do you remember how to play Hangman? <coughs> it's been a while. So, before you go, um, you use the joystick up and down mm -hmm. to go through the letters in the alphabet. Would you like difficulty level A or B? Oh, let's let's start off with A. Okay. Is, I think it's, I think it's, it's probably safest at this point. 
Oh, look, we can go through all of these. Okay, so one. All right, you ready? Sure. Here we go. Five letters. You're lucky. You you got lucky. You did it. <laughs> That's all there is. That's all there is. I win. Huzzah! I win. Huzzah! All right. Um, this is a two-player game. It's a two-player. Oh, is it? Well, how do you? I don't know. Push your push your button. Is that it? No. That's a space. Yeah, there doesn't appear to be the letter A doesn't exist. Because you've already tried it. If it disappears from the alphabet, you already guessed it and it's not in the, in the word. Try T. H. Try an H. Oh, A, A is not there, so um, it's not hand. Um, and I used to get E, so, so it wouldn't be lend. No mend. Is I the only value you have left? You're running out of time. There's an O and an I. So one of the I. Kind. Kind, yeah. Okay, so now how do we get over to the two-player game? Is there a controller switch? Um, I don't. I don't know how to get to the get to the two-player. It says there's two players. To the internet. Oh, I was going to say.
Ah. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> P? Play? Maybe? Oh, P's gone. Now that you have beaten game one a mm -hmm. couple of times, um, games one through five are first through third grade vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> but of course they are. Now, uh, the two-player games, the way it goes is you get to, um, let's see, game five, six, seven, eight, and... Five, six, seven, and eight are two-player games. So let's start with six. Because six is... See, three through seven is first through ninth grade. Four and eight... Oh, four and eight are first through high school. So let's do eight. All right. All right. So two-player two, two difficulty here. <laughs> Thank you, Internet. All right. That's you. <clears throat> no, I guess it's me. It is a terrible tune that we play in this thing. Well, who's doing this? I guess you, I guess that's you. Oh, oh, it's going back and forth. I get it. Okay. Okay. But we're taking turns. Fifty years old, and we're playing Hangman in a. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, you keep going now because you got one. That's what it is. Reset? Does it? Does it keep counting the? Oh, it does. It keeps counting. Okay. So I guess this is me.
people who are listening to this as a podcast are just going to hear a bunch of beeps. See, this is like it ought to be something like select. But it's not. Oh, yeah, no. Um... What could it be? Blank E, blank E, T. Is the N, have we used the N? Ah. Ah. Vert. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. Hey, mm -hmm. look, I beat you twice. <laughs> Can't play Superman, but... <laughs> I play a mean hangman. The, the funny part about this is even with this being as simple as it is, how long have we been, how long have we been playing now? <laughs> it's not potato. Because <laughs> it's potato. <laughs> It's not Mr. Mott. Dotard. <laughs> Let's not rotate. Rotary. Rotary? Uh, Could it be rotary? Yeah, give it a shot. Look at that! Three in a row! Mm -hmm. We should quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, you know, two out of three, you won three out of three, so clearly. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. All right. There's two left. Uh, Defender. Defender. I think. Bum, ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. All right, ready? No. <laughs> but let's go ahead anyway. Oh, wow. I'm... Yeah, so... You've got the, you've got everything that you got to shoot, mm -hmm. and they're shooting you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's your heads-up display. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know that there's a. Oh, okay. Here we go. And, and uh, game eleven with two players. So here we go. You ready? That's you. Okay. And don't hit those. 
Oh, it's got a person. Save him! Save him! Dead. I forgot about those. So did I. Doesn't, doesn't it remind you of a Battlestar Galactica Viper? Just a little bit? Uh, yeah. Well, it doesn't hurt that they there's kind of a, a sort of a, a, a Cylon kind of look to some of them. Ah. That's you now. No, it's you. Oh, it is. Oh, wow. Okay. just hit me. I wonder if we're going to get a copyright strike on this. Oh, probably. It's a game stream. Uh, Atari can come after us. That's okay. I don't think anybody's watching anyway. Is that, is that little ping, is that little ping somebody getting captured? I'm not sure. I want to say maybe it is. <clears throat> is that a mine layer maybe? Kind of? surprised how well the graphics hold up. <clears throat> you notice how your ship disappears when you fire? 
Like, I can only handle so much graphics. <laughs> right into it! Right into it. Oh, somebody got caught. I forgot about that. Where'd you do that? How did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute, all the buildings are gone. I think I'm in space. Oh. Okay. Which is not good. <laughs> ah, game over. Yep. Yep. Uh, Yars Revenge? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not too bad, though. 29,000. First bad. time I played it in a couple, four decades. <laughs> <clears throat> now, when I was a kid, I don't remember playing this game. I'm not sure I did either. Let's just start at game one. Yeah. Because let's... I don't know. Oh, looks like maybe we've got two. Okay, right? Okay. Ooh, excuse me. Uh, there you go. All right, so that's you. got to destroy you got to get you got to break through the wall right i never played yard's revenge when i was a kid so i'm not fam as familiar with this game i know that thing is going to follow you everywhere are you out of guns Now, I don't remember... How to win? How to win. <laughs> well, I never played the game, so I'm just like, um, okay. I think you got one left. I wonder if you go over and grab that thing. 
Apparently not. Huh. Okay. Maybe you have to eliminate all the blocks. Maybe. There you go. I guess I won. I guess you did. And I've still got a live left. Oh, that's ugly. Ah, oh, walk right into it. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's you. This was, this was the game that put Atari on the map, if I remember. Because I remember watching a documentary on the rise and fall of Atari. Mm -hmm. This was the game, Ooh, this was the game that got them going. And E.T. was the game that killed them. Ball of death. Doesn't it look like Krull's weapon? You mm -hmm. the, the thing from Krull? sure that Okay, so now what? Ah. I'm pretty sure this is not going to make a great podcast episode. <laughs> but I'm going to put it out anyway. So. So those that are listening can get completely frustrated and say, What's going on? What's happening? You're all invited to watch. Our show live at eight o'clock Monday night on sci-fi for me TV.
I don't. What are we? What is? What is our our last option there? You have to shoot that last one or eat it. And then what? Well, what did I do to win the last time? Oh! Do you remember? Okay, so this guy is following you. You see he's following him? Mm-hmm. And you go over here, and maybe that goes to that, and you blast him? But it hit you instead. <clears throat> This is like primitive dubstep. <laughs> okay, so I'm not getting the little blaster mode here. All right, we got one life left. Okay, so when that thing comes in and it's following you, you have to go all the way to the wall and it fires. But you gotta get out of the way so it doesn't hit you, it hits this instead. Hello, Robert in the chat. Yes, Yar's Revenge. It is it is the last it is the last game of the of the set that we've got tonight. We are uh, plugging in. We plugged in the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. It does take a while for that thing to show up, doesn't it? says he hasn't seen this game in 40 years. It's too bad you can't shoot that thing.
So we just kind of wait until until Blaster Cannon shows up and try shooting the thing. I have. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, walk right into it. Mm-hmm. All right. <sighs> so there we are. <laughs> oh, the flashbacks. Right? Simpler times. Forty years. What a long, strange video trip it's been. Right? I mean, and now you've got almost fully rendered um, 3D CG Norman Reedus walking through the mountains. The hills are alive. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, however, however you feel about the, what, whatever your opinion of The Last of Us 2 is, the graphics are gorgeous. Well, and I've heard that's the only good thing about it. Well, is, I, I think is the technical aspects. Of I, it. I'm not having played the game and reading reading some of the the critiques that I've seen is it sounds like what they tried to do was do the you know revenge revenge is is thing and and failed. Yeah. I mean the the goal the what they set out to do they they reached to a certain point and then. It just doesn't work, but I mean, but in terms of you know gameplay, um, again, I've never I haven't played either one of them. I can't say anything. But I mean, the but, graphics quality is amazing. You look at the stuff, and you look at, or for example, you look at the the Tomb Raider series. You know, consider how what the, what a breakthrough that was when um, it came out with. Uh, Let's just say anatomically not necessarily correct um, <laughs> in the original form, but you look at something that now it's a, it's a three D immersive three D immersive adventure or God or was it uh, God God of War, God of War, God of War or uh, Assass Assassin's Creed or any yeah. of these games where the the quality of the graphics is amazing, and so many of those people were inspired by playing games like this going <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if yeah. Superman looked like Superman and not like Spider Man when he was depowered or well, and I picked this up, I picked up Superman thinking that it was going to be more like what we saw in Superman 3. Oh, the flying... Remember the end? Well, there was the flying games with the circles, that every, with the rings that yeah. everyone hates. Yeah, that's not this game. That's not this game. This is a different game this to hate. This is a different game. <laughs> this, it says here... Uh, trademark of DC Comics, nineteen seventy nine. So this game came out in nineteen seventy nine. Missile Command, nineteen eighty one. Didn't do too bad with Space Invaders, nineteen seventy eight. And I look at those dates. And I'm thinking to myself, have video games really been out that long? Yeah, there was a there was a Star Trek wireframe. Do you remember the, remember the Star Wars wireframe? Yes. Okay, there was a Star I, Trek. I have been looking for that cabinet. Yeah. So there was a there was a Star Trek one. 
that was, uh, yeah. uh, but it was it was for PC because my uncle used to have, my my grandfather um, my grandfather and grandmother ran a hobby shop in Decor, Iowa. Okay, and the the top level was the hobby shop, and the bottom level was uh, the um, repair shop for electronics. And this was back in the days when you took your your TV was broken. You took it into a shop and had someone fix it for you. Right. He was a, he was he was an official authorized Zenith repairman. I remember Zenith. Zenith uh. So so in this in the compute early days of computing, Zenith had their own laptop, their own PC that they had come up mm -hmm. with. It, just, yeah. it didn't take off. Um, but there was a there was a, there was a Star Trek video game for that, and I want to say it was on a floppy. But I can't. I'm. I can't. Most I'm, most games was. were at that time. Yeah. Uh, and I remember playing it in the back office uh, because it was like one of the few video games that my uncle, who, because my uncle thought that we could, he could uh, get in on this computing ground floor thing. Uh -huh. And unfortunately, he chose Zenith. Well, and the. For, I mean, it made sense. It, the family business was was working with it, but with the movie coming out December of '79, that. That video game probably would have been what 80? 80? 80, 81, if you say, yeah, somewhere, somewhere in there, yeah. Well, and I, I, I got to thinking because Star Wars came out in 1977, and the wireframe video game cabinet that was in Chuck E. Cheese, or the video game arcade one, at the Town East Mall in yeah, Wichita, Kansas, that yeah. one. Probably was 80, 81, because... Oh, it was it was definitely early 80s, yeah, was, no uh, question. But I have been looking for that, and I found online, I have found a few cabinets, mm. and I have found a few innards, and, but there's no complete game yeah, cabinet. Yeah, no. Uh, cassette tape drive, Robert says. Not a floppy. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the um, uh, so it was essentially. I, I, I want to say it looked a little bit like crossing asteroids with the Star Wars wireframe game, because there was an. I want to say it was an overhead. Uh huh. I think um, so. I think and, so. Um, but uh, it was the Enterprise versus yeah. Klingons. Oh, Robert, Robert, sorry, the one the one loaded from the cassette was something called Dam Busters on the compute on the Commodore PET. Uh huh. I don't. I had never played that game, but I do remember hearing I don't about recall. it. But when, but I got to thinking about video. The video game console. When this console came out, you had you know seventy nine eighty when the video games were were starting to be a thing, and that got me thinking about when we got cable. And. Sure. I remember one summer watching Star Wars on a cable channel that doesn't exist anymore. And I, for the life of me, I cannot tell you what channel it was. Mm. But they ran it all the time. And I probably watched it, I don't know, 200, 250 times this summer. And I want to say it was... It couldn't have been seventy nine. It wouldn't have gone. It, it wouldn't no, have been that no. early. It wouldn't have gone. It wouldn't have 82, gone. Eighty two, eighty three. 
See, I can't remember when we actually got cable. I mean, we weren't we weren't like an early adopter in the Harvey household, but I want to say it was probably eighty-three, maybe. Cable TV was a thing. When did cable TV actually become a thing? Oh, I want to say it was the early eighties, and then we probably had it by. I'm sure we had it by the time I was fourteen. So 84, 83, 84, I think was probably when we got cable. Yeah. Um, but even then, cable was a very, very different beast. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I remember being really, really freaked out by some of the early animation on the early days of Nickelodeon. They had a really surreal animated bit. Because they only had so much programming. So they they saw the stuff over and over and over again. Right. And it was a. I have no idea what it was called or who did it, but it was just like, oh, this is nightmare fuel. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm scarred for life. I'm not even sure what I watched. Um, yeah, 1980s. It's it's just a general a general thing here. So. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, the earliest some of the earliest stuff that we got down in Wichita was Kansas City stations, Kansas City, Chicago. Um, WGN. Mm-hmm. Everybody got WGN. They were an early, an early one. You had WGN. You had MTV. Um, TBS. WOR. Remember WORR? We did. Yeah. From New York. Um, um, no, the, the, the Kansas City stations is where we got my my dad and I got our uh, creature features on the weekend. So your Saturday, right. Saturday and Sunday it was science fiction movies and and, and creature features. Oh. Um, now I know. That there are some people in this room that have absolutely no idea what this is like to go back 40 years to a time when things were simpler, life was easier, but I can tell you... It was neither simpler nor easier, it was different. It was simpler for us because we were kids. Well, okay. All right. People were feeding us and clothing us and <laughs> Exactly. We... <laughs> exactly. We had one thing to do. Go to school. Maybe feed the dog. Wash behind your ears. Um, that was it. It was it. It was a simpler time. Sure, okay. But I, I I will say that Mindy probably does um, appreciate having a curfew because we're past pumpkin hour. Yeah. And her curfew, we're we're past her curfew because as a grown up, she still has a curfew. <laughs> so, so well, we're because gonna, she has to get up at stupid thirty in the morning. I know. Well, at least, at least though, she's not having to travel. Oh, twenty yeah. minutes to get to to work. She can work from home. So yeah, that was the, the you know she can she can come into the office and and you know she's only five minutes from from right, home. Right. So so that's good. Yeah. So what we're gonna do then is. Thank everybody for watching and indulging. Yes, me thank you for the thank you for the indulgence. This guys. is this is one of those things, and um, we will be back next week with a conversation of some kind, uh, uh, <laughs> substance, and uh, don't in, make promises we can't keep. <laughs> well, in the meantime, 
uh, we do have a couple of things. We'll throw the full screen up of our stickers and offer that for you if you would like to have one of those. Uh, you can send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. We'll pull up our mailing address there. It is 1503 Main Street, number 305, Grandview, Missouri, 64030. And if you would like a discount on stuff, uh, T-shirts and bags and, and tchotchkes and magnets and whatnot, uh, you can uh, use the promo code SciFi for me 10 at SuperheroStuff.com. You get 10% off your order. And we do invite you to subscribe and uh, make sure your notifications are on. If you are subscribed, we want to make sure you're still subscribed because YouTube has a tendency to unsubscribe people. And, um, and if you want to support us in a fiduciary way, we do have uh, the PayPal link, but we've also got a Subscribestar account that I need to go over and throw a couple of updates on. So subscribestar.com slash sci-fi for me. $5 and a $10 level over there. Uh, of course, you can always do a super chat over here, but I usually don't promote that one because YouTube takes 55% of it. So uh, so anyway, so that is, that is that is our evening for the evening. Thank you very much Thanks, for, uh, for being here tonight and sharing with our walk down memory lane and our, our indulgence and nostalgia, and we will be back, uh, uh, well, uh, tomorrow night, new episode of Salacious Crumbs at 8 o'clock, and on Wednesday, we will have a special edition of Triple Bites at 8 o'clock. We did not have one last week because we figured to wait through Comic-Con at home, which was a bust, so... So we're going to do Triple Bites Wednesday night. Are we going to have a tartar sauce Thursday? That's, that's the theory. Okay, so tartar sauce Thursday night at 9. So we've got a full week. And, of course, live from the bunker at noon, Monday through Thursday. Uh, we are trying to line up some interviews, uh, some guests for that. Uh, so uh, there is all of that. So, so, yeah, you definitely want to have your notifications turned on. You want to be subscribed. We've got 10 shows that we do on a regular basis. So... Uh, there's something here for all to enjoy and, and we thank you for being here uh, for this one and we will be back next week at 8 o'clock here on Sci-Fi For Me TV. Thanks for watching. Copyright 2020 by Flaming Dog Media LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.